Let's get some insights in the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Ryan Newman, market strategist of Zephyr. Thank you so much for being with us. So, I mean, the first thing that we're watching here is the selling begets selling. We break 3,900. What are your thoughts here? Hey, Nicole, first, thank you for having me on and happy Friday. So really, it's a disconnect between Fed and investors, which I think is going to continue to lead to volatility. You know, while the Fed uh, downshifted in its rate hikes this week, the tone of the announcement was still hawkish. Uh, furthermore, you know, the good old dot plot startled investors. The Fed is committed to taming inflation and doesn't believe the job is close to being done. And that's evidenced by the higher for longer stance. As a result, Fed officials are projecting rates will end 2023 at over 5% before dropping to just over 4% in 2024. Meanwhile, investors were forecasting something different and hoping for rate cuts in 2023. The falling treasury yields, they're defying Fed actions as, as bond investors fear the Fed is going too far. So investors are looking at that deep inverted yield curve, which is signaling pain ahead. Well, Fed officials continue to signal that its fight against inflation is far from over. So those two dynamics are really putting pressure on uh, uh, prices today. And investors seem really spooked at this point, right? They're not buying them back. You had a sell-off. No one's biting. In fact, all 11 sectors are in the red today. I mean, nobody's saying, hey, uh, you know, sold off a little bit. I can't wait to get some. Um, and the question is, do you think people are more focused on what the Fed may do next or what the Fed has already done and that it may already cause slowdown, recession, et cetera? That's a great question. And I think they're looking more forward. Like I said, you know, I think markets, uh, the uh, Treasury market, they were all expecting, hoping that the Fed would pause or maybe even better yet, um, cut rates this year. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. So that's what markets and investors are looking for or looking at next is looking forward. What are the Fed's next steps? Um, you know, it happened, you know, the Fed, as expected, um, increased rates only 50 basis points. That was expected. It's the narrative. It's that hawkish tone. It's a dot plot. What is moving forward? And markets are hoping that there's going to be a pause or, or the Fed's going to, um, you know, potentially pivot, which I don't think they will. Right. Understood. So at this point, what's your advice for investors? I mean, where should they be looking? You know, it all really depends on your time horizon. If you have a longer time horizon, let's say a couple of years, you know, this volatility might be welcomed and, and you can take on some risk and hoping that there's some reward down the road. Um, so there's some great opportunities out there to potentially buy growth at a relatively uh, cheap valuation. So for longer time horizon investors, they there's going to be opportunities. Take advantage of it. Um, for your shorter term uh, investors that maybe have a year or two, focus on high quality names, uh, focus on dividends, um, companies that have high cash flow. So you're gonna look at quality where there's not gonna be a lot of volatility. Look at shorter duration companies because there's gonna be a lot of volatility. You're gonna wanna try and reduce that uh, downside potential there. Um, so it really depends on your uh, time horizon in your investment objectives. 
And, you know, as I was looking at the NASDAQ 100 leaders, right, you're seeing a lot of the Chinese type of names doing better today. Meta is doing better. Adobe. I mean, what do you think of some of these names that have been under pressure? A lot of it has, I think it's buying the dip, right? You're looking at some investors that are saying those are attractive valuations. Meta has been hammered, um, you know, over the past few months. And now I think some investors are starting to get back into it saying, okay, now at these valuations, it's it's an attractive buy uh, moving forward, especially if you're a longer time frame. So I think that's what's happening with some of these names is is attractive price levels and they're and they're starting to jump in. Would you keep more cash on the side and use it for next year or would you start nibbling? I would start nibbling now. I would, you know, if you're already invested, stay invested. Um, you know, dollar cost averaging can be a great strategy moving forward, you know. If you're a little bit concerned, maybe not jumping in with both feet, maybe not is not a good strategy for you. But dollar cost averaging, putting money to work, you know, and after a week like this week might be a good strategy. But if you're conservative, you might want to wait. But if you're more aggressive, uh, this week might be a good buying opportunity. But dollar cost averaging to me is a uh, prudent strategy. Ryan Amen, thank you so much. Market strategist at Zephyr. Thanks, Ryan.